Christ crucifix service. You pay, we pray. What? Where are you? <laughs> I'm in the garage. What are you doing? Well, we're going to be sitting down to record part of the I'm podcast I'm so pissed today. off right now. Why? Because I can't get my Instagram store business running without jumping through all kinds of stuff. And Instagram doesn't have anyone to help you. You kind of go through this generic, dumbass questions like, what's your blood type? Uh, uh, o positive? I think I'm O positive. You are. Um, what, um, yeah, and then, okay, what you got to do, and all these forums that say, like, you got to do this and do that, so we ended up having, I have to make another Instagram page and another Facebook page for my business, and it's the only way I make money, I'm going to lose it. Anyway, what's up, what do you, what do you want? Well, you sound like you have a few things on your plate, but I actually need you to come up here, because we got to record this episode. Okay, here I come. Okay, bye. Welcome to Friendo Podcast, hosted by me, Amanda Muse. As a YouTuber, I've shared my life online for the last eight years, and now I'm excited to learn about you. Friendo celebrates people and their stories, from interesting jobs to unique passions and curious life skills that the world should hear about. Community is everything. Let's do this. do you land when you think of modesty and the clothing you wear? I know for me, as I navigate through life, my thoughts on modesty kind of ebbs and flows. It's dependent on so many things like, where am I going? Who am I spending time with? How do I feel about my body at the time? What's in fashion? Where do I live? And then of course, having kids makes you think about this topic in a whole new way. How do I feel about modesty when it comes to my daughter? Is she in charge of the clothing she wears, or am I? My guest today is Jen Hardy, a mom of three, two boys, and a little girl living in Alberta, Canada. She's always loved to create. After having her three children and becoming a stay-at-home mom, her creativity only intensified. She was a boy mom for six years when she welcomed her daughter, and it was she who inspired Jen to create a swimwear brand for girls that offers more coverage and yet still looks really cute. She's the owner and creator of Elania Collection, a modest twist to the modern bikini for kids. The suits are ethically produced from 78% recycled polyester and have a UPF rating of 50 Friendos, in today's episode, Jen and I tackle the tough question of whether or not we address modesty and clothing the same way with our sons and our daughters. Stick around to find out how Dean really feels about new fashion trends <clears throat> like itsy bitsy bikinis and having a daughter. Plus, I'm excited to share that we're trying something new. So find out about my three favorite things from the past week. I'll give you a clue. One flows. One cures and one kills. In the last few years, you sort of realized there was a bit of a need in in the market for a product. And so tell me a little bit about, you know, what your reason was to submit your story to the podcast today and, and what you've created. 
Okay, what I have created is a more modest style bathing suit for little girls. I'm on YouTube, I have a YouTube channel. And there was a girl that subscribed to me on YouTube. And I could tell by her picture that she was really young, like, I don't know, she was like 10, maybe. And so sometimes I go and I check people out that I see subscribe to me just to see what they're about. And I noticed that she had a lot of subscribers on her own channel. And her videos were like, they were just not videos that really were very interesting that I thought. And she had one in particular that had thousands and thousands of views. So when I clicked on it, it was just her doing some gymnastics in her house. And like, these were videos that she was posting or like taking on her phone and put them on her channel. And so I was just wondering, like, why does this video have so many views? Because it's like, there's nothing fantastic about it. Right. Um, so then I looked through the comments and that's when, like, I went down this rabbit hole of, um, like, how many disgusting people are out there preying on innocent girls that have no idea that they're being preyed upon. Like, I don't know, the comments were just vile. And then it made me question wanting to put my own children on my YouTube channel as well, because... Like, I had no idea that this world even existed. And so I thought, why, why do girls only have one option for bathing suits? That's so revealing. And then you look at, at boys' bathing suits and everything is covered. And, like, it's just not fair. Why do boys get to wear a full coverage short and girls just have these tiny little bathing suit bottoms? There's nothing offered out there for girls that is cute and offers more coverage. And so I thought, well, if I can't find this, then I'm just going to make something. Yeah. I love that. Okay. There's so much I need to unpack here because having yeah. been on YouTube for so long, there is, oh, there's so many little pockets of darkness that as a creator, you start to become acquainted with like potty training. Mm -mm. I don't even go near that. I made one mistake once and that video is not on my channel anymore. Um, so there's that there's, you're right with the swimsuits. Like here, I was living in a foreign country where it was sunny all the time. So you got little babies running around in swimsuits and you know, there are certain people that are attracted to those, you know, that type of content and, yes. and you think, okay, so you start to like do the math. Well, if these people are seeking out this content what kind of people, you know, when you're at the public pool or you're exactly. at the beach, like these people mm -hmm. are not just sitting in their basements, like creepy trolls, they're real people walking around. Yeah. And so you don't want to live in this state of like fear, but I also think you want to just cross it off the list, like something you don't have to think about. So mm -hmm. finding a solution. And it's funny as you're talking, I was thinking over the years with Esme, my daughter being nine now, um, I have so many issues with clothing. So this is one of the reason I wanted, I like really wanted to have you on today. Cause it's just, the rules are so different for girls and it's just not fair what's available. Yes. However, I remember one swimsuit she had, she must've been like two. And it was the type that was like a wetsuit style. So short yes. sleeve down to the knees, just a little yes. zipper. And that thing we wore it out till it was like bare thin because it was the only one we could find like that style. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything else is like you said, the long sleeve with teeny tiny bikinis. Well, first of all, what's the name of your company? And then what does the swimsuit look like? What could people expect? Uh, my company is called Elenia Collection. 
Um, and the bottoms are like a bloomer short. So you see like little girls in the summertime wearing bloomers. So they're like puffy and really cute and they have frill along the leg. And inside built in is basically like a mesh panty. So it's kind of like boys trunks. Perfect. And yeah. So it's like comfortable and it's not going to stick to little kids like when they're wet and when it gets wet if it does like pull away from the body it's got elastic around the legs so that there's not going to be any gaping and if there is gaping if it's like a, a tiny skinny child you have the extra coverage underneath with the built-in mesh panty so oh my god the yeah. gaping I didn't even think about that that happens all the time with little yes. girls and you know I had boys for six years yeah and I did a lot of swimming lessons with them and I saw a lot of wardrobe malfunctions with girls being in the pool you're right up close with everybody else and suits that are too big that gape open when they crawl out and I just felt like so bad for some of these little girls that they have no idea and that's not something that they need to be worrying about but I mean if I can see it everybody else there can see it and who knows who's there in the pool and 100% I just didn't want that for my daughter it's such a it's such a conflicting thing with little girls because you're like okay you want to and I'm jumping ahead because my daughter's a bit older but I'm like I want you to celebrate your body and like love every part of it but then cover that stuff up because there's so many scary people in the world you know and it's what you said before about you know with the gaping and and the the concept of like these little these little people especially little little ones like they don't know it's just they're trying to crawl out of a pool and they're half their suits yeah. falling off and it's they're, they're just playing yeah exactly and it's like giving them a chance to like you know I, I don't know why consent is popping in my head but it's like they're little they they should just everything should be working for them you know to to be just be able to play and for people not to look at them in ways that is beyond their control and beyond our control as parents. Yeah. So this yes, is agree. just incredible. I love this concept. I think that I'm seeing a little trend lately when it comes to girls clothing and people talking about it. When you approached me with your uh, business and then I've seen another friend who as girls get older, um, it's harder for them to find clothes that fit for them as children. And so this is like an interesting dilemma. Like with my daughter, she's nine and I'm already having to buy her women's clothing, um, like extra mm -hmm. small. And you're like, what, like, can we not be inclusive, you know, to like sizing for children? So it's a yeah. very, like, it's important, this topic to be discussing yes, right now. Um, all right, friendos. I'm really curious how many other parents are in a similar boat right now where your daughter or son is, you know, they're outside of that little person age where we make all those decisions for them. They're becoming more independent. They're choosing their styles of clothing. And, you know, we have a situation where maybe the trends are a little bit more showy. You're seeing more tush at the beach, little things like that. You know, where do you land? Do you you know, I don't want to say give in, but do you allow your child to be more selective in the fashions that they wear? Or are you more harsh and restrictive? I mean, if you are, cool beans. You know, this is the thing with parenting is we all choose our path, right? Um, I'm finding like, 
I'm a little bit more lenient. I mean, it's not surprising. Growing up, I had a very lenient parent. You know, my my mom let me choose my fashion and and wear makeup and this and that. But there, I there was that tricky time. You know, when I was between the ages of like ten and fourteen and trying to figure out what my style was and what was appropriate and what's pushing boundaries and. You know, when is a bikini top not appropriate? When do you need to cover up? Like all these little things. Um, Dean and I tackle this further on in the episode, so definitely stay tuned for that. But boy, is this a conversation starter. You know, I guess this kind of leads to a conversation about modesty in a way, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Is modesty something that you find important for yourself? Um, Or is it more like, this is for kids. This is, we need to let them have control over their bodies. Like how does this fit into your school of thought about modesty? Yes. I think it's important to set good examples for our children uh, because they will just basically mirror what they see. And uh, like, of course I'm definitely more modest now than I was when I was in my early twenties. But I think that it's just important that we show our children what, I don't know, the importance of being modest because I don't know, just the the sexualization of children. I'm totally not down with that. It's happening everywhere and way too often. And I think that celebrities have a lot to do with that. And I wish that they would um, take a little more responsibility in how they are portraying themselves because, you know, children are following them and mimicking exactly what they are doing. And Little girls are little girls. They're not women. And I think they should dress like little girls and not like women. It's such a, it's something that I actually struggle with as a creator sometimes, like this concept of, um, like I personally was hypersexualized as a child. Like I did a lot of work on set as a young person. And I remember being nicknamed jailbait because I was like 14 on set. And look, in hindsight, I'm like, what does that even mean? And I, and I remember it was almost like, like I should be celebrating the fact that I'm jailbait. And I remember coming home and telling my parents this and, you know, there's, and looking back in hindsight, I'm like, mom should have been on set with me, but mom had to work. And so it was just different times, you know, Mm -hmm. um, the nineties, but (laughs) it's like, Ooh, that's scary now. Right. Um, Uh but it's, it's interesting. So like I personally, and obviously I speak for just me, but it's like, because I was so, like looked at in that way as a child, I find now as an adult, I almost want to go like full throttle the other way. Like I am more than just my body. And, but then I also really respect people that are like, now this is adults, this is not children, but it's like, this is their body and it's to be celebrated. And it is just a body. Right. And I'm like, okay. But you know, it's, it's, I find it's just a really complicated topic. How has it been um, starting your business in COVID? If not for COVID, I probably wouldn't have uh, come up with the idea if it wasn't for COVID and people being stuck at home. So I think that that helped me for sure. And I had to learn how to sew and I had to learn how to sew with Lycra, which is probably the hardest thing to sew with. And it was a lot of stressful days and having to do it all while I'm being a full-time mom with my kids at home the whole time was really difficult. Um, Very stressful days, but I have made it pretty far. 
You've made them yourself. I didn't even catch on to that. That's well, amazing. I made t- I made two of them myself. And okay, so I've I, they're my own prototypes. So I've sent them. I sent one of them off to have it manufactured in Bali, because there's no way I would end up strangling somebody if I had to make if I had to mass produce them myself. There's no way I could do that. It was really stressful. Oh, yeah. I can only imagine. Oh, that is so neat. And what are the sizes that you are creating? Um, it's going to be. Uh, T2 to T5 for now. I, if, if there's interest in them, I might go um, up or down, but I don't know that girls over like five or six will really want to wear them or appreciate them. Like I can't really see them for older girls. I don't know that that will work out so well, but for little toddler girls, I think that they're great. It's true. Cause there, there is that point where like kids start to just, they want their own autonomy and they want to just decide what they, they have what they like and they want to wear what they like. And yes. actually it always yeah. makes me think, I remember when I had Esme and she was just little and I visited a friend who had a toddler and she, or I guess she would have been like about four and she's wearing the princess dresses and the things. And I remember looking at my friend, like, how do you get her to wear that? And she just laughed. She was like, oh no, I don't get her to do anything. Like <laughs> she does her own thing. And boy, was did I ever learn that as like a first time mom. I was like, ah, oh, I see how it works. They, they have their own mindset, <laughs> right? They do. Yep. Oh, they know what they want. As I was preparing this interview with Jen and thinking about the questions I wanted to ask her, you know, one thing we have in common is we're, we're moms, we have children. And naturally, as they get older, we have conversations about their bodies. And I suppose what I wanted to know is, you know, Jen saw a gap in the market and created a swimsuit to help create options for parents with little girls. Um, and also, you know, to have a bit more modesty, perhaps, in the styles that she was able to choose for her daughter. And then from that comes the why. Why is that important? And you can hear, you know, Jen's opinion on that earlier in the episode today. But then what I wanted to know was, are we having the same conversations with our sons? Why aren't we, if we aren't? What are some tips if we are? Why is this important? And at the end of the day, you know, it's hard for everyone to have these conversations. We can feel a little bit awkward about it because in one hand, we don't want to burst that sweet, innocent bubble where children trust adults and children trust their friends and children trust older children. And we aren't perhaps in the know of the potential dangers out there. But then on the flip side, we want our children to be ready and prepared and knowledgeable and have ownership over their body. And it is a tricky conversation. And so let's listen to how, you know, how we tackle this topic in our lives. You know, have you had this discussion at all with your older boys about, you know, their bodies and and thinking about themselves like that? Or are you finding that it with boys, it's just a little easier because their clothing covers them up more. So you don't have to have that conversation. I think it's easier with boys for sure. Um, I'm trying to think, do I? I mean, I definitely tell them that they need to keep covered. And I have had conversations with them about, you know, there are bad people out there that like touching kids and that that is wrong. And that's why we keep covered when we're outside. Um, But any further than that, not really. I haven't really. Yeah, no, I think. 
it's not like age appropriate, right? Like yeah. what's, yeah. what's like a I, normal. I, and I struggle with that. I feel, I feel that it's terrible that I even have to explain it to them already, but I feel that I need to, so that, you know, they're aware and they know to tell us if anything inappropriate ever happens to them. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's just sad that you even have to talk about it. With right. Them, because they're not thinking about that. And, you know, it's just, they're just so innocent. Absolutely. And you want to, and I think that there's like, there maybe is that misconception sometimes where if you have a conversation that you're taking away a level of innocence or something. But I think that like, the more, you know, right. The, the power of like, I think I even read, cause again, it's like such a fear of mine. Um, I read something like when children know like proper anatomy names and they know just about their bodies that they start to feel like this ownership. And so I know that like for the longest time I've been having conversation with my kids about that. Like, you know, even when they're in the tub or something, I'm like, can you wash yourself? Like, I'll just, I'm standing by, but like, that's your body. You do you yes. and I'll teach you, you know, yeah. so that it's like, it, they know, like, mm-hmm. no, you can't, or, you know, I don't know. Like, it's just, I didn't think we would have this part of this conversation, but it, it definitely <laughs> is tied in. Right. It's mm-hmm. like yeah. all, and it, and it changes year by year. And like, I find, now with my kids, I'm like, can you guys like wear clothes? Because I mean, you're old enough to dress yourselves, you know, and it's like, we have windows and people who <laughs> randomly come to the house. So, um, uh, yep. Yep. Just, yeah, they keep us on our toes. That's for sure. I've so appreciated this conversation today. And, uh, I would, I really want everyone to go follow you and check out your stuff. Cause you know what? I, I think in COVID, if there's anything that I've really like has become forefront of my brain is, how important it is to support local business. And, and when I say local, I mean, online, I mean, small business, because, um, I feel like we've, it's the smaller businesses that have been hit the hardest. And so anything, you know, you're, you're directly like helping a family. And I just think that that's awesome. So I wish you all the best on your success. And, uh, this was a great chat for having me here. Of course. Hi, Dean. Hi, Amanda. How are you today? <laughs> God, so it's so awkward. Is it? Yeah, I was busy. And you I, were busy. What's going on? Well, you know, we're uh, talking about swimsuits. I it's saw summer. That. Yeah. Supporting a small business, like all the things. That all are about fun. small businesses. All Heck about yes. that. Heck yes. Yeah. You know, I'm curious. Let's just jump right to the hard stuff right away. Ooh, hard what? Stuff. Good. What are your thoughts about, you know, the way that fashion's going for young women, you know, cue swimsuits that we're seeing that are very cheeky bum and like, you know, it's all the rage and having a daughter. Do you have thoughts? The anger builds in me. I must (laughs) suppress it. I must find balance. I must, I don't know. Like, what do you mean? So, okay. Example. Example, I... Give me the short example. Short example. I go buy myself a new swimsuit. Okay. I go on to an app, you know, scouting through, like, you know, I'm going through all the pictures. Do I want a one-piece? Do I want a two-piece? I'm tall. One-pieces are hard, right? See, this is why I said Short story. We go to the two-piece section. I'm picking my things. Well, then in walks my cute nine-year-old, and she's like, hey, can I get a swimsuit? Hold on. Where was she that she walked in? 
into my office area. Oh, where I I'm... thought this was out and you like being a <laughs> shitty mother and you just left your kid. She like met me at the mall. She's I'll meet like, you there, Miss, mom. meet me there. No. So I buy a swimsuit for myself and I was like, yeah, sure. You know what? Esme fits into extra small. She's at that cusp age where it's really hard to find child sizing and styles. Yep. And, uh, the swimsuit is cheeky bum. Basically, it's like a thong, and that's the that's the bathing suit style. I, well, she now. has one like that now, but it's not quite a thong. No, it's it's like a. I think they're called a Brazilian style in the back. I don't know. It cuts halfway up. You can see your butt cheek. Yeah, your butt cheeks. Yeah, time times roll on. I'm cool with that. You are Here's very th- cool with it. Well, yeah, but I don't want to be cool with it. I don't want people to know my true opinion of stuff. Oh, okay. Other than I'm cool with it. Because I'm going to get like, how can you be cool with that, Dean? You're such a blah, 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 blah. And I'll be like, blah, 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 blah. And they'll be like, meh, 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 meh. And then we'll get in a fight. And then be like, internet. And then they'll, I don't know. Anyway, no. Here's a, uh, listen. And, um, you know, back in the 20s and stuff, I mean, was it 20s, 40s? I don't know. I'm not that old. But um, they were arresting people, you know, in on the Jersey Shore or you know, Long Island, I don't know. Like, I think I've seen that in a picture where it just wasn't acceptable. And this was just showing your legs. Holy smokes, I didn't even know that. Oh, come on, you knew it. I didn't. All right, well, on the next episode, we're going to pick up gonna learn an encyclopedia <laughs> and look at stuff. Also, I think... So, in other oh. words, I don't really care. You it's, don't. It's mm. not, It's. it goes right... It'll go right to the heart of the matter here. The heart of the matter is that it's like this. And I see a lot of your uh, uh, acquaintances and friends on various platforms over the years. And they want to dress up and they want to feel great about, you know, their bodies and stuff. So what is it? Oh, you know, you're allowed to feel good about your body. But no, 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 no. Don't show that. You know, whatever. It's not against any, you know, I think if you go to different countries that require you that you be a little bit more modest by law if you don't want to end up in the um, in the clink there. Uh, yeah, you will wear what's appropriate. But if you're in your backyard or you're at a public pool and it's all legal, I mean, in our province, women can go topless. True. You know, what's the problem? What are we talking about this for? And, and, and it's, the, it's the behavior towards women or men that are dressing like that that is the problem you know it's not an you know as long as you understand there's it's not an open door that because someone's wearing something revealing that you can act however the hell you want that's not the case so to cut it cut to the chase i i'm happy i had no problem with it I love the I love your perspective on that. I know that I struggled, I think, more than you because I bought the swimsuit and I was like, I don't know. I actually threw you under the bus even. I was like, yeah, daddy probably won't let, like that swimsuit and he probably won't like it if you, you wear it to under the, the beach. Bus? That's so weird that you would do that. <laughs> and she was like, really, dad? I'm like, yeah, I think so. And then sure enough, she puts the swimsuit on and you were like so cute about it. You're like, look at you. You look adorable. I and love this snake, suit. Aren't you like just behind <laughs> that? One of us is going interior. down. Amanda's so nice. No, no, she's not. <laughs> well, because you know it's funny. She, well, she's it was all right, I guess. It was my own like worry, and it, it, it comes down to like how are other people going to judge this decision I've made? Where I'm with you, where it's like there's it's it's so layered. Um, you know where we live. It is the fashion. It is the trend. So why not embrace it? Yeah, but that's getting to be the whole game now, isn't it? Okay. From top to bottom, celebs do people clean in your garbage and 
well, it's actually a good job now. I wish I had that job. Um, you know, to people that are just regular old people, it's just like the message comes out, maybe across the media. I don't care. I'll wear whatever I want. But they don't nurture the other side that is like people that maybe don't want to see your ass on the beach and all that type of stuff. So they're kind of already forced to, you know, so they, they're, they're, it's forced upon them. I guess, yeah. So, you know, and that would include people like my mother or whatever. And she'd be like, oh, and she'd use some, you know, ecclesiastical type phrase, you know, or, oh, Jesus, Lord, have mercy in the sky of doves. <laughs> Why isn't she wearing that? Right. You know, mm-hmm. and that's an old way of, of thinking. So I think you also have to use a little bit of judgment that gets, you know, there's not going to be this, I'll wear what I want whenever I want, and you'll lack this booty. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yes. Pick your audience there that you're throwing that out for. If you're bouncing in the club and there's a pool party in Vegas and all this type of stuff, yeah. Yeah, versus like beach day with your grandparents. Yeah, beach day with your grandparents. Your 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 grandpa doesn't need to see, you know, hints of your hee-haw. Oh, you God. Know? He doesn't need to see the, you know the rising sun coming out of the uh the vertical horizon it's just not gonna happen i don't understand that reference but i'll rising let you have it sun, also vertical horizon good. means that oh my god your... sure enough and yeah Aren't and then a of course prude all of a sudden we're talking about this and you're like oh my god the I... other thing too is that mm. like we've noticed and it is a thing that the more that you enforce a child to do what you want versus have kind of like a meeting meeting in the middle you know what's that term it's um the um binge and restrict kind of thing right so it's like if you say no you can't wear that all of a sudden that becomes the most important thing and they start to like potentially focus on what they wear all the time and like it's the game well that's what i was gonna say finish and i forgot because i was mid babble but you know there's this whole, yeah, do what you want, however you want. And then there's the other crowds that are like, you're a, a hoe bag or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And it's just, no, you're infringing on my rights. Yeah, but you know, it just goes back and forth. It's just another thing to keep. <laughs> it's it's social control and it's something to keep people yapping about, you know, nothing basically. But as far as the daughter goes, you know, I do have one other side to it is that, you know, she's going out to a beach as a father and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like, I know how dudes are. I know. I don't really want you. Nah, I can't do it. Because we have our own experiences. I mean, even in the episode, yeah. at one point, Jen and I, you know, we discuss a little bit about how how over-sexualized children can be in certain, you know, in certain ways and yeah. at a young age. And, you know, I know speaking for myself, like I was getting cat called by the time I was like right. 12 or 13, right. just walking down the street, like yeah. in no matter what I wore. Right. So that's the other side of it is, is it what you're wearing, you know, or is it just what certain people do when they see a young girl or see a young woman? You know, there's that vulnerability that almost is perceived as weak or right. something. And so there's so many layers to it, but I do, I do like that point that you brought up. That's like, let people kind of make those decisions on their own and then also help guide your kids to know when, okay, you know, today is a full one piece day. We're heading to, you know, some, some sporting event and we're doing like, like, I don't know, water sports and we're going to, we're going to be a little bit more active and there's 
but just helping them gain, you know, the ability to make decisions as appropriate. Yeah. Like Vegas pool day versus family reunion beach day, kind of different themes happening there. Yeah. And I like, I like Jen's store. I like the whole product thing, you know, having children, at least they have a choice. Well, they have a choice. Their parents have a choice. You don't, you know, there's far too, in my opinion, uh, there's far too much, uh, uh, m- trying to model your kids after your own wishes and personalities and stuff. Because as we know, if you let them go a little bit, they come up with all kinds of stuff on their own. Absolutely. And they don't need, and you don't have to live vicariously through your children and they don't have to live uh, vicariously through you. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's just, you know, be encourage um, like independent thought in, in, in what they do. And Esme is really like that. She does whatever the hell she's going to do. And she's <laughs> going to let you know that, you know, within reason. Absolutely. You know. As she should. She's yep. pushing boundaries and learning about herself along the way. Um, yep. And I really appreciate what Jen did. And like, she saw a need in the market. I mean, you and I are fortunate. We have both a girl and a boy. We've shopped for things. And you probably know right now, all the boy swimsuits, there's no question. It's t-shirt or long sleeve sun protection and a short right little girls it's like itsy bitsy bikinis and like it's so hard to find sun protective shirts specifically for girls i mean it gets tricky because then people are like well what's girl clothes versus boy clothes but it exists this is how it works in well no we're not talking about getting into that that's that's where we get in this whole you know useless banter about right and wrong and morality and immorality Mm -hmm being immoral and and the whole thing is is that there's a choice out with with jen's clothes there's a choice out there if the parents and the children want her to wear that so be it if they want to wear the other thing so be it absolutely is is that you have a choice and you have freedom and that's what you're trying to do dress how you want to dress be comfortable in what you wear and and uh don't worry about what people think unless it's getting into like legal issues like you're in a country like dubai maybe or um, you know, Saudi Arabia or someplace like that, uh, or or even local ordinance where it's not legal to do it on the beach. To your point about being in different countries, yeah. I know for myself that when we moved to Malaysia, I definitely modified my wardrobe a little bit just to be, you know, less of the spaghetti strap tank top, like at the time that was in, um, less of the short shorts. I was like, let's figure out what's appropriate because... Culturally, there's a lot of different, um, you know, not rules, but expectations and how people dress. And I was like, I don't need to draw unnecessary attention to myself. And so I was really mindful of that. But I do remember getting people look at me like I had three heads because I would go swimming in like prime heat of the day. And they were probably like this silly foreigner, you know, (laughs) like in the middle of the day to be nobody at the pool because it was so stinking hot. But I, I don't think it. they were saying that silly. You don't foreigner. think so? No, come on. They don't. They, they don't. I don't know. Like I traveled a lot yeah. and been a lot of places. And y- you always have to watch how the media perceives what people, local people would say to you mm. or a movie or something like that. Do you know what most people think of you in strange places? Probably nothing. Nothing. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> right. Right. They're very kind to you usually. Especially Islamic countries, mm-hmm. they, they're not going to mess with you. You're not going to have trouble. Right. The, the only time you're going to have trouble if it's like, you know, really out in the open and you're causing a disturbance, then maybe the police will come and talk to you and say, you know what, uh, maybe put something on and whatever. They won't talk to you about it. They'll tell you to. Right. And uh, But 
But I think I'm looking at you it know. more from the perspective of like typically, you know, North Americans, there's that sun worshiping type of our personalities. We love to like, not so much anymore, but the tanning and all of that. Well, at the time I was doing that and that's not typically what you see like people doing by the pool in, yeah, you know, I don't think we anybody living, had a so. problem with it. I think your biggest danger was, you know, local men, you right. know, staring at your at your at your bits and pieces and well because it, it you know. looks you know i look well, i'm built differently i'm built differently it. so that's the thing is coming back to the modesty element it's making the decision as to what's appropriate based on where you are what the event is you know in canada like i wear different clothes than i did when i was overseas and that's just the way she well goes. overseas you had a um, few memorable outfits uh <laughs> if i can be a purr for a couple minutes <laughs> oh god you had the Blue bathing suit. Oh, I know the one. The blue bikini. It was a Roxy bikini. I don't know what it was. It was like the perfect bluey purple. I remember that one. It was a bikini? Yeah. And when you swam, you could hear underwater, it was like whales. Like, <laughs> oh my like, God. Like you could hear the strands. I'm not kidding. You could hear the strands go like vibrate a little bit when you pushed off the wall. It was the weirdest thing. And um, I think what they were trying to say is like, Hey, dude, stare at my boobs. <laughs> I'm here. I'm, I'm here. here. And and I'm going to round up some krill to eat. Oh, well, I mean, we did show up in Malaysia with like two suitcases and we left with two kids. So, I mean, it worked. So. It did work. It did work. Jesus. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. All right, we're wrapping it up. Where is that now? Might... Who knows? I got to hide it because I don't need any more children. Don't worry, I'm anywhere. getting that. I'm getting the uh, snip. <laughs> Conversation for next time. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. And uh, stay tuned for my three favorite things. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
and nails. I've been treating myself to a manicure on a weekly basis, like I'm giving myself a manicure. I tend to do this in the summer months. I find I like to slow down on Sundays, sit outside. The kids are swimming. I'll paint my nails towards the end of the day. And I have been, you know, trying to find my favorites at the drugstore, but also stick within a budget. And I recently picked up Sally Hansen Insta Dry. And I have three colors now because I am so impressed with how long they last. Now, I am by no means a nail expert. But what I do is I do a base coat. I then do two coats of the nail polish and then a quick dry top coat. And I kind of really try to let that cure, you know, whether I'm sitting out on the deck or if I'm editing or something in my computer where I'm not doing anything with my hands, because you know, that's the immediate screw up. You need those nails to dry. In any case, the three colors that I have right now, are Sandstorm, which is this really nude, you know, it's just very nude. I'm, I'm surprised, but I, I'm kind of digging it. Uh, the next one is Petal Pusher. This one, I was looking for a light pink. It is definitely more peachy vibes than pink. It's the lightest one I could find um, because I'm a huge fan of that very, very light ballerina pink. Um, but it, you know, it does the trick. A little bit more peach than I would like, have to admit. And the last one is called Beating Heart, number 281. This is like a bluey pink. It looks wonderful on my skin tone. Huge fan. In fact, I'm debating painting my nails right after I record this. Uh, I'm trying to decide sandstorm or beating heart. I'm not sure. Do I go nude and light on the nails or a little pop of pink? I never know. I... Mm, mind you, I'm usually like a bright toe, a light hand. That's just, that's just how I work. And the last item, my last favorite for this week is a podcast. And by no surprise, it is a true crime podcast. It's called Red Collar Podcast. And this one dives into red collar crimes, which are, you know, I find less about, you know, domestic violence or petty crime. It's like big money crimes, things that might surprise you. Um, you know, she often explains that a lot of time, like red collar crimes don't often end in murder, but it's really kind of eerie and creepy when it does. Anyways, it's really well done. Uh, it has definitely more of a reporter vibe. So less chat among friends. It is like, she's a reporter. You can tell she's an investigative journalist. Her voice is a certain way. It's a little bit more monotone, but I'm I'm not mad about it, you know? I find like there's a time and place for these kind of episodes and the show lengths themselves are like 40 minutes, 30 minutes, um 50 minutes. It kind of varies definitely under an hour. So you know when you're like I don't know, kicking it on a Sunday, doing laundry Saturday, I don't know, and you just have like I'm going to do some laundry folding for 40 minutes. Totally fun. Amazing way to pass the time. All right, guys, those are my three favorites. And that wraps up the episode for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. I would love to hear your feedback if you've enjoyed some of the changes. I'm always looking for ways to just make the show that much better to send to you guys and for you to enjoy and spend some time with me because time is precious. And if you've chosen to spend it with me today, just know that I very much appreciate it. Thank you for listening. And I will catch you in next week's episode. Friendo Podcast is produced and hosted by me, Amanda Muse. Music on this episode is written by Chris Bevins and Mike Payne. 
performed and produced by MP Real Glow. If you'd like to help support the growth of Friendo Podcast, you can do so by leaving a positive review, sharing the podcast with your friends and community, and supporting the shop at hellofriendo.com. Find us on Instagram at shophellofriendo. And thank you for listening. And remember, be your own bird. Bird.